Welcome to this week's Streetwise podcast. As you know, to be money-wise, you need to be streetwise. Um, so today we're just going to quickly talk about um, action and baby steps. Now, everybody is looking for the next big get-rich-quick scheme. Now, they exist and they don't exist. Like most things in life, in fact, like basically everything in life, you need to take action. Things can't just miraculously appear. So you need to take action for some jobs, uh, for some businesses, for some systems. It's probably less work than it is compared to other jobs, other systems and other products. And it may require less physical work compared to other jobs and systems. And it may be... um, smarter work than it is compared to other systems and products but basically there is very very few get rich quick schemes or get rich quick systems actually work without you having to put in so much work and action so it's like like for example if you wanted to um walk north you would have to know which direction north was You'd have to know which way east, south, west was. Uh, You'd have to have a map. You'd have to have an idea of what you're doing before you set foot, uh, before you started putting one foot in front of the other. You can't get to a destination without walking, driving, whatever it is. You will never get to the right destination if you don't actually know which way you need to head. Um, You'll always end up somewhere if you're not looking for somewhere specific to go, uh, but you could be wandering around aimlessly. So the idea is you need to have a plan and you need to to work at things that you are interested in. As I said, with a, there are plenty of systems out there where you can invest a bit of time and get a lot of money back. But again, you have to put the work in and you have to learn those systems. Um, if you wanted to walk to Lincoln from Birmingham, you need to know which way to go. And the other thing is you need to start walking. Now, there's a lot of people who are always after something or a system to make money, but they never put the time in, they never put the work in. And uh, that is something that you you need to do. You need to get into the habit. Now, some people go flying into a system or a product and they work their socks off for, say, a week, two weeks, maybe even a month. They may put in a lot of effort, a lot of time, don't get the rewards, and they give up. And that is foolish. Um basically because as i mentioned in previous podcasts and that is you could be at that point when you're about to go over to the other side on the tipping point uh, you could be that foot away from the goal you know when you're digging you're digging and looking for gold you give up just so many inches away from finding a big rock um you uh, a lot of people go rushing into something and then they just give up and it's all often about the habit the the habits the best habits you can get into it's like with exercise sometimes they say the best thing to do is just try and spend five minutes a day doing one exercise and don't overwhelm yourself don't put in too much hard work do not make it like a chore just keep doing five minutes a day everybody can fit in five minutes a day five minutes a day maybe up it to 10 whichever is best for you which is realistic for you but then the actual approach the focus then is to make sure that you do five minutes 10 minutes each day don't go into trying and rushing in because then you go in 
all guns blazing. I'm going to do this, get manic and whatever, and then crash and burn. Now, it's a bit like, I suppose, the hare and the tortoise. And um, rewards come to people who basically keep on and on and on. Now, I don't particularly use the word failure, but you'll find that a lot of the successful people that we know have failed in one way or another. And I don't, I don't mean basically that the system that they use failed to move up to something else. It's just that they've probably failed constantly till they got to the point where they've got it working or they've been rewarded for it. The same thing with um, Edison and his light bulb. They say that uh, he, he spent... Well, he did 10,000 or I don't know if that's accurate, but he, when he was inventing the light bulb, it took him 10,000 attempts to get it working. And people said, you know, what's it feel like to know that you failed 10,000 times or why didn't you give up after you kept failing so many times? Uh, and his answer was he didn't fail. He just figured out 10,000 ways that a light bulb doesn't work. Um, and so with that in mind, um, you've got to keep plodding on. You have to keep plodding on. Now, no one's going to say it's particularly easy. As I said, some systems are, some systems aren't. They require different levels of thinking, different levels of work, and they are um, different in comparison. You know, it's um, writing a book like Harry Potter is different to writing a copywriting sales letter. A sales letter is probably quicker to write. Um, and for a lot of people, a sales letter is probably actually going to be more profitable than a book. You can charge 10,000 up to 30,000 uh, pounds, dollars for a sales letter to a company who really require it. Um, you write it once, you get a big lump sum. If you do it for yourself, you can get paid for years on end, you can generate millions. If you um, write it for someone for say a few thousand, but then get paid on the success of it. There's a percentage of the earnings you could be earning for years and earning quite a lot of money from one sales letter. One book, however, put it on Amazon Kindle, you could be selling it for 99p up to a few pounds. I mean, some, some books can be sort of 14 pounds, depending on who's publishing it or what. Um, but even though you can sell it on and on and on, you may not necessarily make a huge amount of money. If you had a sales letter with it, you probably would. Um, but they're like, like I say, with comparisons, there are different systems and different ways to do things, different forms of writing. Now with an author, you probably need to write a lot of books to get success. Now there are a lot of people doing that. Again, writing a book isn't particularly de difficult, but going back to what I was saying earlier about taking the steps, doing five minutes a day, a lot of authors will work on that same sort of ruling. They will try and make sure that they write at least say 500 words a day, uh, a thousand words a day, or they will try and do five minutes work a day, 10 minutes work a day, half an hour. Generally what they, they do is they have this little mindset where if they make it small, then it's not so daunting. So for example, if you were going to write a book and the reason why I'm talking about books is because books can be very, very profitable and they're something that you can create once and sell for years to come even though i did say you can sell them for 99p and you might not make a lot of money people can they can and um it's digital one of the best as far as i'm concerned one of the best sort of online businesses to give you more freedom um so a lot of authors or a lot of people who are writers or blog post writers whatever it is that they're building they will set in five minutes probably 10 minutes a day because it's not a huge amount of time now if you were to 
set up a business and someone said it's going to take up eight hours of your day every day, you'd be like, that could be quite hard. Hard to find the time, especially if you have a job or you're doing something else. But if you were to put aside five or 10 minutes, most people can find that time quite easily. Um, you can spend 10 minutes just putting the kettle on and daydreaming while it boils and you end up waiting and you know, you, you lose time on Facebook. You look at something, you get carried away reading the comments and before you know it, 20 minutes have passed. People can find five to 10 minutes a day. And so they put that time aside thinking, I can do that. Oh, I've got me, got me writing to do. It's only five minutes. I can fit that in. It doesn't take that long. So they, they can stick to the habit uh, and it builds that habit. If you do that every day, you build a positive habit. Now, the thing about choosing a small amount of time is that once you get started, people then carry on a bit longer. And so you can do your five minutes, you sit down, that moves into 10 to 15 to 20 to half an hour, and then you walk away feeling good because you think, well, I've got a lot more done this week, uh, today, I've done, done, done a lot more. And then tomorrow, you just know you're going to do an aim for another five minutes. Now, another five minutes could be another couple of hundred words. It's not a huge amount of words, but on average, I think they say a novella and a novel is somewhere between sort of 70, 90,000 words, around 100,000 words. But if you're writing every day, five days uh, for five minutes a day, you've got 365 days to write a lot of words. Now, obviously, you're going to prune them down and you're going to chop them around. But there are people who are making money selling books, which are not hundreds of thousands of words. So with a good plan, you could sit down and write that book. And as I say, you are sticking to the idea that you must do something every day. Don't go rushing in trying to write the whole book. Uh, and I say I use the word book as the the example. I'm talking about other things. It could be sports trading. It could be um it could be creating a website, an online business. It could be anything. But basically, try and stick to doing five to ten minutes a day. That will always grow. Now, you get into the habit of doing it. Whereas, like I said, if you went rushing in to try and do eight hours and get a whole 90,000-word book written as quick as you can, it can be very daunting. It can be very demoralizing. When you get into it, it gets hard. Um, yes, when you're doing the five minutes a day, you can get a bit demoralized when you've done a month and you're still you know, if you've done the bare minimum, but um, you, it can still be seen for quite a long slog, but you keep with it. You're building up um, perseverance, you're building up uh, tenacity, and as well as these positive habits of doing it. Because um, once you build up a positive habit, you get to the point where if you miss the habit, you feel really bad for missing it. Uh, it's why Olympians and athletes go to the gym every day, and even when they don't feel like going, they go because they know deep down they've got into the positive habit. If they decided not to, then they would feel really, really bad. It's like people who've been on healthy eating at the first few months, it's going to be hard, but once they're doing that for months on end and then they have a really bad day, even if they try and be positive, they can't help but feel bad because they've gone against their norm. It's their nature now. It becomes natural. Uh, and so to do something every day is a positive habit. Start off small and build at it now the one thing that i wanted to really get across which i think is really important and that is that in say a year's time you will have accomplished quite a lot if you spend five minutes a day on this thing for a whole year you're going to be accomplishing a lot more you're going to be closer to where you were you could have ever been 
if you did nothing. So like, as the example, if you wanted to walk from, say, Lincoln to Birmingham, um, if you walked a mile a day, I'm not sure how many miles it is, but after a couple of months, probably less, you'll be there. Whereas if you didn't walk a mile a day and just sat on your sofa, you wouldn't be in Birmingham. Um, it's an obvious example, but it's just one of those things. You just stick at it. Whereas if you walked, um, try to do it in a hot, the whole walk in a day, you would be absolutely knackered, uh, very frustrated and tired, hungry. Yes, you'd be, there'd be a sense of accomplishment and you've done it quicker, um, which is good. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that you can't, but um, at least with getting your mindset so that you know that you're going to do something five minutes a day. Uh, and as I said, five minutes is very little. So it's good in the fact that people think, um, you know, I can squeeze five minutes in here. Uh, I'm not going to lose a great deal of time so I can actually do that five minutes a day. And then when people start, they generally do more because five minutes isn't a lot. You get started, you get started. And so now I don't know if you've ever heard of Jack Canfield. Jack Canfield is a author. He's one of the, the two guys as Jack Canfield and Mark uh, Victor Hansen. I think his name was. They are the guys behind the chicken soup for uh, the soul books. Absolutely uh, there's about over a hundred of the series. I don't know if they still own the series now, if they've sold it on, but they made absolutely millions out of these books. They had a plan. In fact, they didn't even write the art, the stories themselves. Um, so I won't necessarily use those books as an example, but it's also a good example is that the fact that they sat down, came up with the concept and they got somebody else to collect, to collate the stories. And then they put them together, published it, uh, I made a fortune out of it, so they did a small investment. So there's an investment in there, which is also another um, business tip, and that is something leveraging your money, get someone else to do something for you, outsourcing the work. But going back to um, uh, Jack Canfield himself, he wrote a book, and for those of you who have ever seen the documentary, the film documentary, The Secret, he wrote a book, and while in the secret he was in the shower and he thought to himself i've got this book written if i got a hundred thousand people to buy it at 25 cents per book i can make x amount and how would i get those people if only i could get the book into the national Enquirer, whichever i think it was that national Enquirer, the paper and then basically he did a talk to school and some woman came up journalist said hi i'm such and such a person from the national Enquirer." And it was like, do, 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 as he was saying, it was like the twilight zone. Um, you know, the, the thing went off in his head and he was like trying to say it's the law of attraction. It's all this kind of stuff. Maybe it is, maybe it's entanglement. Maybe because I do believe that minds can tune into other people like mobile phones, you know, um, you can connect to other people and pick on their thoughts. But the thing that really got me thinking about that when I was watching the secret, watching the, the documentary, when they were talking about the law of attraction and that is the fact that he had the book written. So his success came off the fact that he had the book and he was also talking to an audience of teachers. He was doing these seminars across America and the journalists went to see him. Uh, if you don't do anything, you've got nothing there to um, work with. And so if you've got, an idea for a book uh, again like i say this is just a book it could be a course a product it could be anything um something you want to get involved in if you've got this idea you are not going to get any results any life-changing results any income if you don't have it or do anything 
So if you put down five minutes a day to work on that product and then just keep at that habit, just keep working at it. Don't think about anything else, but work at it. Eventually you will have something which can be used as a springboard onto another project or into a different circumstances. Now he wrote that book. He was then able to get that book in the national Enquirer because of what he was doing. So he'd taken all these steps that propelled him up to the point where he's now a multimillionaire. That could be a system. It could be a website. It could be something that you've done that let's get seen by other people. Okay. Now, it's important that you get whatever it is that you're doing finished, or even if it's just something that you're learning, whether it's, I'm, I'm, I'm probably in some ways talking mainly about products or services or something that's sort of tangible. If you're doing sort of sports trading, then there's nothing really there unless you create a course out of it. Or but if you stick with it, eventually you'll break through the, um, the barrier where you've gone from sort of being a novice to an expert which is also very powerful, but you'll get there if you do that in five minutes every day. You keep at it, keep at it. Um, but if you create a product or if you've got something tangible that then can be seen, it can then be life-changing. It can stick you on and catapult you into a different circumstance. You can become the expert. Um, you become, you're in a position where you've got something else, basically, to become as an income um, so going back to the idea of the books, I mean, like, you know, it is obvious with like J.K. Rowling, depending what they're in, uh, James Patterson, whether it's Stephen King, whether it's musicians, if you've created something, you can profit from it, but you can't profit from something that you haven't created. And it's the hardest part. And going back to the people who rush in to do something, when they rush in and they work hard and then they get tired and they get frustrated and they give up. And then when they give up, there's nothing finished. Um, now there's some people may go back to it. Um, but there are some people that get so put off or frustrated and tired that they actually give up completely. Um, you know, they lose the, they burn out basically. They lose their love for the idea. Um, and, and they get overwhelmed and never go back to it. So then it's a finished product on their computer or in the workshop, whatever it is they've done. Um, they've just burnt out. Don't go back. At least if you're doing something every five days, burnout is harder to achieve because you've not thrown yourself into deeply. It's only five minutes. Um, you can measure it. You can see how far you're getting. Um, the only, you, you can run the risk of being burnt out if it takes too long. But by that time, you should have hopefully created a series of healthy habits. Now, it's like brushing your teeth. People brush their teeth without thinking. Now, sometimes when you go to bed, if you haven't brushed your teeth, it's not a big issue, not a big issue, but you'll probably lay there thinking, oh, I'm brushing my teeth and it feels weird. So you have to climb out of bed to go and brush your teeth because you've got it as a habit. Um, so creating habits, we, we human beings are, we function on habits. We, we work on habits without a habit. We're just bumbling along, bouncing from one place to the other. Every morning you get out of bed, you have a routine, you get dressed, you put your shoes on. Um, yeah, well, yes, we're a bit more flexible in our approach sometimes, but creating habits is a way to uh, change your life or your circumstances. And um, 
you know, for example, the habit of drinking wine. Let's say you drink uh, half a bottle of wine every night. That means you have to buy a couple of bottles of wine every other few days. You go to the shop, you buy the wine, it spends, you're spending money. So if you stop buying wine and stop drinking um, and you stick with it, eventually your habit will change to the point that you'll no longer need, you won't feel like you need to go and have that wine. Whereas at the beginning, it'll be hard. You'll be so used to popping to the shop. You'll be feeling yourself wanting to go and buy the wine. You'll be feeling yourself reaching for the cupboard to get the glass because it's something that you do regularly. But once you broke that habit, it's no longer sort of controlling you. Now, I use that as a kind of, I'm not saying it's a negative habit. I'm just trying to use it as an example that um, it's an established habit and that trying to break it is hard because you can feel your body and mind doing it. And so the idea is to replace certain habits with new, healthy, positive habits. And you can do that by doing stuff, like I said, five days, um, five minutes each day. And by doing something five minutes each day, then you create these new habits. And they say it takes about 30 odd days to create a new habit. There was some study done with NASA where they had scientists, uh, people wearing these glasses and it, it flipped the image because what we see around us is translated into an image in our brains and we see everything. But they put these glasses on which flipped it upside down. So they were walking around seeing everything upside down. And then after 30 odd days, the image flipped itself. Like the brain had got used to that and rectified it. It created a new way of looking at the world. It was a new habit. Uh, and then when they took the glasses off and the image restored back to themselves when things were normal, uh, it would take them another 30 odd days on average. If they put the glasses back on, it took another 30 odd days for the brain to flip again to see that as the new norm. Um, so it takes about 30 days to create these positive habits. But once you create them, they're set in stone and that is how you move forward. So so for, I'm just going to bring this quick podcast now, I think, to an end. But basically, I just wanted to say it's kind of a, um, a podcast to say that um, keep at it, don't give up uh, and try and spend at least five days every day or even if you just set aside five days a week spend five days on that spend five days on that habit try and create a positive habit which then will become something um which will help you to change your circumstances your finances and your life so um yeah so i'm gonna bring this podcast to an end so that's basically it like i say it's baby steps keep at it don't give in and just do it in small amounts if it helps because it really will okay and i'll speak to you soon